From the Baldwin Ace Hardware Fear Bunker Studio, Baldwin Ace Hardware, a beacon of DIY awesomeness in the Northland of Michigan. Okay. Hello to you all. Hey, hey, we're gay. Here, here, we're queer. Welcome to the Eric Zane Show podcast, a daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures each and every day of the work week. Except for this week. Thursday is my uh, last day doing the show. I'm going to then uh, take Friday off uh, because I have a colonoscopy. I was just reading the details. The doctor uh, sent along a note. This is what you need to do. It is a certain uh, solution that you mix into a gallon jug. This solution... Put it bluntly, removes all of the feces from your body. Not only do I take the solution, but then I have to, uh, uh, there's like some stool softener pills. It actually says in the instructions, you, you mix the stuff with the water into a gallon jug. And then every 15 minutes you drink eight ounces. Within it actually says within an hour the diarrhea will begin. Oh God! Don't eat nuts. Don't eat any uh, foods with any seeds because they don't want that getting in the way of the camera. You know, it makes me wonder if there's ever been a time when someone like didn't really because you're not supposed to eat anything. For 24 hours prior. They want you cleaned out like a porn star getting ready to do an anal scene. That's why. That's why uh, I was reading that uh, uh, porn stars who do those scenes. They make much. They make a lot more money because there's more effort to actually produce it. Because they're like, oh, yeah, getting ready for the anal scene. You don't want to. You don't want an errant turd getting onto some dude's wiener. It'll wreck the moment. So that's why you need to know that when you watch an anal scene in a porno, it's not real. Most people who get ready to do that activity don't prep beforehand. So you're going to see, you know, some terrible things when you shouldn't be seeing them. Well, uh, frankly, uh, no wiener should go there in the first place. Let's be honest. That is a place to eliminate waste. That's not where your ding dong's supposed to go. God, you sick idiots. Looking at you, Amanda. Jesus. All right. Anyway. So I got to do that on Thursday. Uh, but back to the idea that there, and wonder if th- th- in history, there's been some guys that uh, they say, okay, did you, uh, did you fast? Yep. And you, uh, you took all the medicine. Yep. Yep. I did. And then, okay, uh, we're going to put you under, they put them under. And then as soon as the camera gets in there, they're like, Hey, I think there's something wrong with the camera. Why is that? Well, I don't know, man. We're expecting to see all the, uh, little nooks and crannies of this guy's colon. And, uh, it's it's completely there, there there's something wrong with it and then they like back it out and they're like oh god look at this look at this jesus 
Looks like we dumped a rolling pin in Tiramisu. So, you know. They get in there and they they take a look at all the various uh, spots. All the bends and twists and turns. And then uh, I was, it's been described to me that the worst part is the prep. And that when they put the medicine in you, that you, you're just gone. And then the next thing you know, you're waking up and it's over. I still, that's still remarkable to me. It, it, you know, it was like that when we did the kidney thing. And I, God, that was the old, that's the first and only time I've been under any type of sedation. That was so surreal. I will never, ever forget that. And it's about to happen again. It's described as uh, the uh, sleep that you have is, like when you come out of it, my brother said, you're going to feel great. You're going to be like, oh my God, what a, what a nap that was. The medicine that they put in you is called propofol, which is the medicine that Michael Jackson uh, killed. It's what killed him. That Dr. Conrad Murray, who might even still be in prison to this day. He was injecting that into him like there was no tomorrow. And that's what ended up killing the guy. Jesus. Holy cow. But uh, so that's what's on the horizon for your old pal Eric Zane here. So Thursday, medicine. There will be no Ben and Eric Patreon podcast because I'm taking that medicine that makes me go poo poo. Uh, Thursday, and I don't, I don't, I don't know what the day is going to expect. So uh, I'm, I'm, and besides, Friday is that I'm just I'm punting on the Ben and Eric for this week. I haven't told him yet. I probably should. Uh, I hope that doesn't make some of you, you know, quit quit the show because I decided that, um, because of my medical procedure, I can't, I can't do the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast. So I'm just kind of get out in front, getting out in front of it in case any of you are thinking about, you know, hell or that's it. That's the straw. That's the straw that breaks the camel's back. Eric Zane. I've been listening to you, uh, forever, but no, the suggestion uh, can we do the Ben and Stu Patreon podcast? It's a great idea. It's a great idea. But no. Hello to you all. I see a number of you are in the uh, chat. I uh, appreciate that. You're all spectacular. The ones that are still here. <laughs> the, the ever dwindling number. The ever dwindling number of uh, Eric Zane Show listeners. I continue to hurt and offend them. Kenny says, do it earlier. Not a bad idea. Wednesday, maybe. I don't. Yeah. You know what? Maybe the, the problem is I am trying to work ahead. Okay. And if I got to just commit and I can't. Because I've got a million things going on. I'm trying to work ahead uh, to get the best of stuff um, ready to go. And uh, so I don't know. Maybe. We'll see. It depends on how today goes. All right. So that's what's up. That is what is on the horizon for your old pal, Eric Zane. Now, um... Speaking of feces, it's a shit intensive show today. Occasionally, the dogs will have an accident 
in the room, uh, the sunroom that we have, that the NFK, that's his uh, natural habitat. And uh, typically I get up before him. And I described this the other day because it happened last week where he'll go walking into that room and then stop in his tracks and his eyes bug out and he kind of gets a little bit, oh, 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 oh. And he sees what looks like, you know, bombed out ro- uh, last road out of Baghdad full of shit. And, uh, you know, I'm constantly keeping my eye on him. And if I notice that he stops in his tracks and teeters back and forth because the momentum is wanting to knock him over, I'm like, was there an accident in the room? Yeah, there's poo-poo. And he always says it like that. There's poo-poo. Okay, I'll take care of it. Now, I have the skill set to be able to clean poo-poo. Turds are soft. So you want to have a gentle touch when you're picking up poo-poo. If you are too aggressive in your poo-poo cleaning, things can get weird like what happened today. And you never, under any circumstance, want to use anything other than a plastic bag. Put your hand in the plastic bag. Now your hand, your fingers and hand are crane game with a bag. And you can gently grab with a fully functional hand, one, two, three, four, four fingers, thumb, or five fingers, whatever, however you want to describe it, gently grab poo-poo crane game bag. I wander into the kitchen, and he is walking also into the kitchen, but from that room, and holding in his hand is... A wad of paper towel with mashed shit in the middle of it. In his ridiculous claw hand. His It's like he's Mr. Crab, you know? The four fingers make one finger on him. And then the thumb just, you know, smashes against the four. That's the extent of the grabbing mechanism of the NFK. And that's because of his uh, neglect of his spinal injury and not going to the doctor for years actually caused a, uh, a spinal injury because of the constriction of those vertebrae, which upon moving in with us, we corrected that. And, uh, but the damage is done. You know, he's still suffering the effects of, uh, of various uh, nerve damage and it, manifests in his stupid hands so i kind of like am like you know if this ever happens again leave it just leave it because you don't know what what you're doing even though you've seen me several times walk in there with a plastic bag for you to grab paper towel the shit has moisture to it it's going to soak through the paper towel and get on your hands this is a terrible move. Plus, you're squeezing it like an idiot. 
First thing I see, I wake up and in the kitchen, hold, holding it out in front of his hand, he goes, "Butter of the dogs poo-pooed. And this, this handful of smash shit. And uh, I'm like, okay, give it to me. And so I, I, I cradle it, I, I grab it, and I'm, I'm holding this, this wad of paper towel that had shit in it, that has shit in it. And now I have taken the shit from him. And uh, he now, the next step should be continue walking to any place that has water and soap and then wash does he do that no turns around goes back to his throne sits down and that's that and i'm like oh, fuck i should have said i should have said go wash your fucking hands god The suggestion, did he stop to make a sandwich? Kenny says, man, he was just trying to help. Correct. Yes. But he does not have the necessary tools to do the job appropriately. You know, functioning hands. My God. The dogs poo-pooed. Oh, shit. Just... Fucking give it to me and go sit down for the day. My God. Uh, Team Knuckle Dragger is screwing with me. These assholes last week at the YMCA, we have uniforms that we uh, agree to wear every day so that we can be wearing the same gear. Why? I'm not sure. Why I decided that I wanted to be included in this nonsense, I'm also not sure. Sunday, I get a note from Knuckle Dragger Brian. It says very clearly, blue shorts, green top. In smart-ass style, I respond with black shorts, gray top. Got it. I, I I did that because I keep screwing it up. Twice last week, I screwed up the actual uh, uh, outfit thing. So I thought they would like that joke. Black bottom, gray top. Got it. I guess I should have made a laughy emoji or something like that because I walk into the gym with blue bottom, green top, and those assholes are laughing their asses off because they're all wearing black bottom, gray top. Laughed in my face. And then today, it's supposed to be actually blue bottom, green top for real. Well, I already wore the green top. It's filthy. I'm not going to wash it just so I can... I don't know. I think I might have to get out of Team Knuckle Dragger. Uh, strong day, though. Um, it was the first day of the 16-week uh, training program for the Grand Rapids Half Marathon Challenge with Mike Ball for the AT Children's Project. 
You know, that's the charity that you guys just give blindly to. My God, shut up. Day one of the training in the books. Two one-mile repeats on tap for the workout. Mike Ball reached out to me late last week, and he said, uh, hey, are you re- do you want to meet at Striders on Saturday? And I go, for what? And he goes, well, well we can run together. Uh, are you up to 10 miles? And I just sent laughy emojis. Are you kidding? I'm up to four. Are you nuts? That's like 10 weeks away for me. Uh, but as I indicated, I am now healthy. No injuries to speak of whatsoever. And Mike Ball's a big part of that. He got me my uh, little Strasburg sock. Uh, I'm supposed to be at about, uh, 716 on the mile repeats. At uh, one point, I'll be doing six or seven of these. You do a mile repeat, you wait two minutes, you do another one. You keep doing those. It's an absolute bitch. It happens every Monday on the workouts. Right now, I'm up to two. There's only two mile repeats that I have to do, but you got to start somewhere. The first one yesterday was seven minutes, 20 seconds. I stood there for two minutes recovering. I did the second one. I did it in seven minutes and 16 seconds. I am there. From here we build. Tomorrow, half mile repeats, faster pace. 648 a mile pace. So be done with a half at 324. I have three one half mile repeats to do tomorrow. I am officially uh, ready to be training at a pace to be able to get a half marathon done in an hour and 38 minutes. I am much better off right now than I was one year ago. Still fat as shit. Finish the night with two thoroughly large bowls of cinnamon toast crunch. Fantastic. Mike Ball, I'm coming for you. Ram suggests I'm going to be a lot faster after Thursday. Yeah, I can feel that. I'll be skinny. I'll be, well, I won't be skinny. I'll be lighter. All right. So I feel good about that. That kind of uh, propelled me into this uh, Tuesday Eric Zancho podcast. And so glad that you are all here. I have a follow-up email about my discussion yesterday. My willingness to tell you exactly how I feel about the elephant in the room. Abortion. I got some feedback that I wanted to read to you. Allison writes this. Hello, Eric. Subject line, baby killers. Well, that was epic with Laffy Face. I was very interested to hear where you fell on Roe being overturned, knowing that you are a very devout Catholic. 
but also a very rational human being. I was not disappointed, she writes. Do I 100% disagree with you on the fact that life begins at conception? Yup. Do I 100% disagree with you that abortion is murder? Yup. But do I 100% support your right to believe that? I sure as hell do. Because you, Eric, unlike so many others, can look beyond your own beliefs and go, hey, just because I wouldn't do this, support this, approve of this based on my personal beliefs, I'm not going to push that on someone else. She adds, I respect the hell out of you for that and appreciate that you recognize a woman or any human's bodily autonomy is a right. One of the most important rights. Fuck. She adds, corpses have more rights than women in some states right now. That's just nuts. Anyway. Just wanted to drop a line to say, I love what you're doing. I love that you do not shy away from the controversial topics and that you prattling about, prattling on about going to protests with signs that say pro-baby murder made me laugh my ass off. Sign Allison. Thank you, Allison. You know I appreciate you. At any time, if you want to reach out to me with an email, uh, with an email, send it along in the Shoreliners Strifing inbox. Eric at ericzaneshow.com. Kyle, one of the gay army, writes, Golden Grams are better than Cinnamon Toast Crunch. I agree. I absolutely agree. One of my, seriously, I cannot believe that I don't have a box of those in the pantry right now. There should always be a box of Golden Grams. That may be one of my all-time favorite cereals. The Hall of Fame's got to be Cinnamon Toast Crunch, Golden Grams, uh, uh, the, the Fred Flintstone ones. Not Fruity Pebbles, but Cocoa Pebbles, right? Yes. Lucky Charms, you got to put up there. Hell, you got a Frosted Flakes, in my opinion, uh, underrated. Raisin Bran Crunch. Oh, yeah. Gold Smacks. I don't think they're called Gold Smacks. I think they're just called Kellogg's Smacks, formerly known Golden. Is it Golden Smacks? Kellogg's Golden. There's Honey Smacks, Golden Crisp. There, There's no Golden Smacks. 
There, there's Kellogg's Honey Smacks. There's Post Golden Crisp, but I do not see he Golden Smacks anywhere, Jason Mays. That sounds like a brand of heroin. Golden Smacks. They used to be known as uh, Kellogg Sugar Smacks, but the word sugar is like as bad as the N-word these days. You can't, you just can't say, you could put Kellogg's Cocaine Smacks and you'd have a better chance getting it by the censors than Kellogg's Sugar Smacks. You can't, just like um, Kellogg's Frosted Flakes, didn't those used to be called Kellogg's Sugar Flakes? No, I think I'm making that up. Golden Smacks. Honey Smacks used to be Sugar Smacks. Yes. All right. I'm all, I can tell I'm already getting off the off the rails here. This show happens each and every day right here on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live. And if some of you uh, and some of you right now are watching on Facebook, uh, Twitter, and YouTube, I'm about to cut the cord. See, I just give you a handful of minutes of it. Uh, I go till about 10 a.m. Eastern time. You want the full thing? You got to go to twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live and hit the follow button. You can also subscribe with your Amazon Prime account. Twitch.tv slash Eric Zane live. So for those of you that are enjoying it now on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube, goodbye. Twitch and Facebook brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. You guys are awesome. Thank you so much. Twitter brought to you by Blue Frost IT. And the almighty YouTube brought to you by Frank Fuss, my policy shop insurance. Uh, thank you. All right. You can always download the audio podcast wherever you download podcasts. Just search Eric Zane Show and you will be good to go. This audio was just shared with me. It uh, comes to us from Stu McAllister. Actually, it comes to us from Mike Pellerito, who sent it along. It's a clip of Stu McAllister from his podcast. Mike listened to it. This is what it sounds like. As you know, Stu does his show, similar to this one, with dogs in the room. Something a little bit weird happened. Here's the audio. It's autographed and it's a patch card as well. He's talking about uh, giving away a football card or something like that. I think he likes to do that. It's autographed and it's a patch card as well. And the guy who's selling it was asking for $600. <laughs> Hold on. I got to let Sadie out. No, Sadie. No, no, no. Outside. God damn it. Outside. No, out fucking side. God damn it. Out fucking side, you motherfucker. Jesus fucking Christ. You can't yell at the dog. You goddamn do that. She just fucking pissed right here on the goddamn carpet. (laughs) 
that motherfucking dog. Oh, come on. Fucking Christ. I don't know what I need to fucking do with this fucking old dog. This is my fucking life. <laughs> Anyone want to adopt an old dog? <laughs> oh, oh, come on, man. Poor dog. Okay. Stu's busy, but I, I've got to get him on. Talk about that shit. Jesus. Absolutely spectacular. Hey, sorry to bother you. How are you? I'm good. What's happening? Uh, I can't hear you. Hold on. Let me see if I can fix it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. You know. There we go. Yeah, your dog or your Sadie. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, she's old and she's crazy and she doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, she just pisses wherever she wants, right? Kind of. I mean, it's it's pretty much just like uh, in the dining room area or, or in my bedroom. Okay, so and she'll uh, she just all of a sudden is like right there in front of me, like what the fuck are you doing? Oh yeah, so she kind of looked right at you and just said, "Here you go. This is this is this is what you're gonna get." Clean it up, bitch. Do you think the dog is either out to get you or trained to do that, or is not well? Ah, uh, she's just getting old. She's she's thirteen. Oh yeah. And, uh, you know, it's just, you, I mean, I can see other signs of her. Yeah, okay. Slowly deteriorating. Now, so. now, when she does it, does she look at you like you're an asshole? <laughs> Sometimes. Last last night she didn't. She was just kind of staring into space. Um, but, uh, yeah, there have been times where she, like, locks eyes with me, and she's like, now what? Now then, you also, uh, you were like swearing at the dog. Does the dog get like hurt by that? It seemed like that you were like losing your shit at the dog. <laughs> uh, well, she, I think it's not necessarily what I'm saying. It's just that I'm yelling. Okay. And I'm yelling because I now have to clean piss off the right. carpet. <laughs> do you have a, do you have one of those uh, carpet cleaners? Like a, a machine? Yeah. No, oh, I don't. God, your house must smell like death oh yeah no what my, a, what a shit smells like an ammonia factory yeah burn it down oh my god that's a fucking hazmat suit house right yeah, I there can't, i can't sell this house no no I mean, i'm gonna have to you know do arson yeah that's what exactly what you're gonna need to do you're gonna need to burn that fucking hell hole down Jeff, <laughs> hey, my whole neighborhood i tell you what people were more enthused about cleaning out jeffrey dahmer's house than your house <laughs> yep Probably rightfully so. What about if the dog is fine but just has a urinary tract infection? You know, someone else suggested that to me, too, that maybe she does. But I just had her in at the vet not too long ago uh, to get her teeth removed or get a tooth removed. And, um, I mean, who knows? I mean, maybe something's happened in, in the week or two since that's happened. But uh, uh -huh. you know, I'll, I'll give my vet a call. But. I, I don't think well, that's it. I think it's just she's just getting old. Did they, uh, when they were taking care of the tooth, 
Did yeah. they check to see if she has a urinary tract infection? Well, I, they they did all their stuff too. They were ch- giving her the whole full body search sort of thing. So they did other stuff to her as well. I'm pretty sure that they have to get a sample of the urine and look at it under a microscope to determine if there is a oh, urinary tract infection. Well, get, get this, Eric. I'm not fucking scooping her urine. <laughs> I've tried that before. They're like, oh, yeah, just get like a ladle. And I'm like, uh, every time I tried to do it, the dog just stopped peeing and looked at me like, what the fuck are you doing? It sounds to me like you're a terrible dog owner, Stu McAllister. (laughs) I am the worst of all time. All right. Well, just remember, Gary drives like a maniac. Uh, I had so much fun with you. I talked to you yesterday about that, didn't I? About Gary? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Gary's a goddamn lunatic, but uh, I love him. Jesus, that was fantastic. Okay. Have a good day. You. Uh, what part of the world are you traveling to today? Uh, I will be in the lovely town of Petoskey. Oh, fuck. Jesus. Yeah, I know. Charlevoix, all that nonsense. All right. Um, all right, brother. I'll talk to you. See, See you. Bye. Yeah, he's a... Yeah, what the fuck? You got to take the dog in, you dumb dick. Trust me on this. Yeah, I took the dog in to get a tooth pulled. And uh, because I went into a vet and walked in with the dog, uh, that is proof that she does not. And that was two weeks ago. That is proof that she does not have a urinary tract infection. Uh, I don't think you just have to walk in and then they have it diagnosed. Like you go through a fucking metal detector. I'm pretty sure there's a little bit of routine testing that has to take place to determine that there is a urinary tract infection. You dipshit. What do I know? What the hell do I know? I would love it if you'd sign up for my Patreon. People are leaving left and right. I used to have a very strong stable of people who swore they would never leave. But a series of events have occurred that I have lost favor It is dying on the vine every day. I have a new hurt soul who expects so much more than just me doing a show every day. That is the curse of the Patreon. People sign up and then they expect me to talk directly to them. That is the curse of the Patreon. Because, because there was a period of time where I, in fact, did not talk directly to people. They have since given up. They're done. It's over. You are dead to us, Eric Zane. That is why we are here, so that you can say hi. And if you don't say hi to us, we get hurt and sad. So because of that, there's only four people on Patreon now. I only have four 
Patreon subscribers. I lost hundreds of them in the last couple of weeks. It's just brutal. So I now do the Patreon for four people. If I'm trying to rebuild it, though, uh, patreon.com slash Eric Zane, if you would like to be part of it. What you have there is another podcast each and every day. And today, by the way, we are on podcast number 850. So 850 free podcasts, 850 Patreon podcasts. Uh, God willing, if I'm able to get it done today. But I don't know. I might get notifications on the phone that those last four people have quit Patreon. And if they quit Patreon between now and the time that I usually started at, I will then uh, not do the Patreon. So I thank you if you are of the four people that are still on Patreon. At one point, there were uh, uh, nearly 500 of you. And uh, the last big purge was from that sad uh, period of days when I, uh, I focused on the content. Some, I made a little change to how I do the show. And uh, that had a debilitating effect. It caused so much anguish and pain and heartache that uh, I killed it. I actually inadvertently killed my own Patreon. And uh, so now I am trying to start from scratch and build it from the meager number of four. Right now, Stu has more Patreon members than me. The Ben, uh, ben and uh, uh, Brett have more Patreon members than me. Uh, but I'm still in there slugging it out. So I will be doing a show for four of you today. If you want to sign up, patreon.com. It's the last Eric Zane. Brandis says, I just signed up. And I saw you, Brandis. I appreciate you. And I love the fact that another lady has signed up for the show. You are one of the four. Tyler says, since there's only four of us, now he can actually talk to each of us individually. Um, I don't know if I can do that. I don't know if I can do that. So it might hurt you too. And if you get hurt by that, um, you know, I can try to talk you through it as best I can. But hopefully, your feelings will not be hurt. You know I love you either way. Tyler says, fuck you, I quit. All right. Patreon.com slash Eric The open and live stream of this show today brought to you by Blue Frost IT. <clears throat> Excuse me. The managed IT service provider for this show. If you are in West Michigan, and about 35% of my total um, audio podcast audience uh, is in West Michigan, and you either are in charge, the woman in charge, the big swinging tit in charge, or the dude in charge, or you work for the woman or the man in charge, keep this in mind if you're a small or medium-sized business. When it comes to upgrading the technology... Just going online and buying a new computer might be folly. You could be buying too little, too much, or uh, the wrong equipment that you need for your business. Get a free 30-minute consultation from Blue Frost IT about how to upgrade your tech. 
if you're really invested in your business, you're going to want to have the best of technology so that your employees work efficiently. If your employees work from home, their computers need to be up to speed. And uh, that's up to you to make sure that they have that. You can't put that on them. Blue Frost IT, bluefrostit.com. When it comes to lubrication, I stress that you go to jmsynthetics.com. JM stands for Jason Mays. He is the distributor of Amsoil products to anyone, anywhere in the United States. If you're in the world of DIY and you need lubrication for your uh, truck, car, heavy-duty, motorcycle, farm equipment, whatever it may be, uh, chainsaw, firearms, doesn't matter. If it's lubrication, Amsoil is number one when it comes to quality. Will you pay a little more for Amsoil? Well, of course, it's the absolute best. It's the pedigree. It's going to be more expensive than the shit show stuff that you buy off the shelf at whatever auto parts store. And only a select group of hillbillies can sell JM Synthetics. That's why uh, Jason Mays is doing it. He is an absolute master of the hillbilly lifestyle. So what you do is you go to jmsynthetics.com, shop either by product or by piece of equipment or vehicle, and then... You know, you buy it. And to do that, there's a phone number right there. That's Jason's. Send him a text saying, I want this, this, and this. Voila, shows up at your door. I just changed my oil on the truck the other day. That's one that I know I can do myself. Uh, Two for two on the oil changes for your old pal, Eric Zane. It's a 20-year-old truck. No one's changing that oil but me. If I can't change the oil on 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 an old-ass truck, there's something wrong. I used to change my oil all the time until I stripped out that oil oil pan uh, bolt on that piece of shit Chrysler. And uh, I was like, I'm never doing this again. I, I'll never forget it. I was tightening it, tightening that bolt, and all of a sudden, pff, it gave. I was like, uh-oh. Jesus, that was terrible. Uh, but no, I do change my own oil on the truck. It's great with the truck. You don't even have to jack the damn thing up. You just shimmy underneath it. Good to go. Did wear safety goggles, though. The, the the frame and body on that old Chevy truck is so rusted that if the wind blows, something falls off of it, and a piece of rust would go right in my eye. Um, how is it that you can spend so much money on a truck and it rusts out like that? Is that still happen on newer models of those of those pickups? And and how can that it be such a horrible design that it does that? Wasn't there something you could do in the engineering room to make it so that the the way the body panels are on those trucks, it wouldn't like um, it's basically the whole body, you know, at any one point would have thirty gallons of salt water in it. My God, especially in the Midwest, where we salt the roads. Why would why would you have it designed to actually, three years after you buy it, have holes in it? It is so absurd. Unacceptable. 
And I want that truck to run for a long time because it was my father's. But, I mean, Jesus, man. Every time I close the door, more chunks of metal fall off the damn thing. Anyway, where was I? JM Synthetics, online at jmsynthetics.com. Uh, go there and buy Amsoil. Thank you, Jason. Uh, I talked about this on the uh, Patreon yesterday, and I wanted to get into it here. The Supreme Court, in addition to uh, weighing on, on Roe versus Wade, they have weighed in on this football coach in Washington State This guy would go on the football field after the big game and take a knee at the 50-yard line, and, and he'd pray. Some students then would uh, start to, hey, I like praying too. I'm going to go pray with the coach. Now, this is a public school. So that's a no-no, you know? And the reason why that is, I mean, I – I love baby Jesus. I think it's great to say a prayer to baby Jesus. That's what I believe. But I'm also not an idiot. Not everybody at the school believes in baby Jesus. Some might be Jewish. They might be Muslim. They could be atheist or agnostic. They could be Satanist. They could be a witch. It doesn't matter what they are. The point is not everybody is the same. When they wrote the Constitution, I'm thinking there were more people on the same page than there are now. So the idea of no prayer in school is a prudent one, in my opinion. Otherwise, if you do like they did the other day, now you've set precedent. Yeah, it's okay. It was a violation of his free speech to tell him that he couldn't do that. And it's like, well, wait a second. I thought you couldn't. It had to be a separation of church and state. Okay, so now it's okay. So if they have another foot, and by the way, he's going to try to get his job back. Um, so because he was, first they suspended him because he didn't listen to him when they said stop doing that, which they were within their right to do that. And then when they, he got to be such, he was so much the squeaky wheel because he wanted to go pray. They, when it ca uh, came time to renew his contract, they said, nah, we're going to go in a different direction. And now this cock is trying to get his job back. Kyle writes, as an atheist, I enjoy listening to people pray. It makes me laugh. <laughs> I can see why that would be funny. You know, what's funny is um, I'll take that a step further, Kyle, because the way I pray as a Catholic is different than the way, like, the guy who says the prayer before the races at the racetrack prays. Uh, it depends on your, on your denomination. Some prayers are different. But I can absolutely see that. Uh, Sam writes, kind of as a Jew, I shouldn't have to eat a pepperoni pizza that the coaches are forcing me to eat. You see, this whole thing opens up a damn can of worms. 
by the Supreme Court doing this. Hold, hold on a second. Hey, knock it off. Daisy's licking Bruce, which is going to arouse him, and then he's going to start humping her. That can't happen. See, Stu's not the only one who has problems with his damn pets. So I posted on Facebook, Supreme Court continues to blur lines, rules in favor of praying football coach. Now, what I mean by blurring the lines is when you allow this to happen, which they did, the praying football coach, the lines are blurred now. Because now what we thought was you can't do that because of separation of church and state. Now you can. It's blurry because any religion, any any denomination, anything, you can now do that. The Supreme Court said so. Oh, all right. Well, okay. Uh, so I guess the rules have changed. And we got to live with it. Randy writes, blurred. The Constitution is very clear. The only ones that blur it are the liberals that do not like to follow it or respect rulings they do not like. Well, I don't know about that. I didn't say someone didn't like it. I just said it's blurred now. And it is blurred because of what I said. The Constitution is very clear. So we, we're, what we're doing here is we're going back to the Constitution at its core. As if the country hasn't changed from when the Constitution was written. Yes, the, Constitu uh, the Constitution was written with a set of standards and rules and protocols and whatnot based on what existed then. That's why we have amendments to the Constitution, which is kind of weird to me that we're going backwards now. Then it starts to get a little bit more interesting. Uh, Joey Williamson writes, people make non-issues into mountains of controversy. If he's not forcing anyone to pray with him, leave him be. That's not the point. Some of the students feel pressure. It's hard enough being a young person to have to deal with something like this. That's the point. That's why they don't do it. It's just avoiding a problem. Not everybody is into Christianity. That's not fair. Now we've got the religious right uh, taking on the left. Stu representing the left. Matt Hubbard from Oath Keepers Bark and Stone representing the right. Stu, the liberal comedian, and Matt from Oath Keepers Bark and Stone, those two then get into a fight. And then Stu ends up blocking Matt from Oath Keepers Bark and Stone. Bruce writes, I agree with Stu on this one. Mega church attending dudes from Hudsonville would, would love this. And he's referring to Matt from Oath Keepers, Bark and Stone. That is until the Satanist or the Muslim coach leads a prayer as well. Fingers crossed that the football coach that is a Satanist uh, heads to the center of the field. If I'm a Satanist, I, I learn more football 
then Nude Rockney and Vince Lombardi combined. And then I become the coach of the local football team. And then when the big game ends, I rest, I get a goat and I take it to the center of the field and I slaughter it and smear the blood on the kids. All in the name of the devil. Just so that dipshits like Matt from Oath Keepers Bark and Stone will understand why this is the way it is. You dumbass ding-dong twat. Garrett Elzinga, whom I love, writes to Joey Williamson, hey, if you actually read the story, he is forcing people to pray with him, you fucking moron. Joey writes, ah, oh, name calling. Always the sign of lack of education and intelligence. Disagree. Name calling's great. There are conflicting stories on whether or not he forced students to pray with him. I guess it depends on what you want to believe and interpret. People need to stop being butthurt and petty over other people's beliefs. Exactly. Which is why you would not be able to be petty or butthurt when the Satanist goes on the field. Again, I hope that happens. So I guess it's not, we're not sure if he actually forced the students to do that. I tend to believe that he did not. Doesn't matter. You still shouldn't be able to do this. And it's remarkable that the Supreme Court got involved in it. Actually, it's not because the court now is being really being influenced by the evangelistic side of, uh, of conservatism right now. Uh, Matt from Oath Keepers Bark and Stone writes, love it. Justices who follow the Constitution. It's a beautiful thing. Someone, I, I saw this being discussed. How is it that we can have a liberal president and it seems like at every turn, at every turn, uh, Republicans continue to win. My God. So that's where we are right now in the world. I hope to God this turns around. But I frankly, I don't see it. You know, I mean, the way the court is lined up, that's the most powerful thing going right now. So uh, Corey writes, Supreme Court has become very political. It was never meant to be that. Oh, Jesus, is Clarence Thomas is, a, is, a, is ridiculous. Holy shit. If he has it his way, women won't be allowed to take the pill. And gay people won't be married. Kyle Ryan is married to a dude. Rainbow flag Jeremy is married to a dude. If this fucker has his way, you will be a felon. Your marriage will be dissolved. Hey, I tell you what, that seems scary to me. That's what we deal with. That's what could very well be coming in the very near future. 
Forcing them to pray still seems better than forcing something into them in the locker room. I'm going to have to agree with you there. Pray, you know what? If they take the field and pray that no one puts a broomstick in their asshole, that would be a win. Right now, Daisy is positioned in a way that it looks like she's actually on my shoulder. Hello, puppy. Hello, baby girl. Um, PSN Bleach says, then interracial marriage should go next. That's absolutely true. But you know that won't happen because Clarence Thomas is married to a white chick. Jesus. I rule that I am no longer married. Hear ye, hear ye. I will not be married to a white chick going forward. Now, right. Uh, Rudy G is in the news. Thank you to Tim K, Tim Kuyper, for sending this one along. Did you see the clip of Giuliani at the, uh, at, was it either, I don't know which one it is, the Stop and Shop or the Shop Right, whatever store on the East Coast that I used to go to. Shop Right. He's in there uh, making a campaign appearance for his asshole son who's I think running for governor and some guy comes walking up to him and goes fuck you Rudy and puts his hand on his back now what I did there by swinging my hand was not as hard as what happened to Rudy Giuliani the guy put his hand on on Rudy's back and said you're a fucking scumbag or something like that And that's it. To the letter of the law, he assaulted Rudy Giuliani. Had the guy said, hello, I love you. Won't you tell me your name? Then, had he done that, it would have been no big deal. But he said, go fuck yourself. So this is a big deal. MSNBC did a very slanted view of this, and it's hilarious. We've got an election day tomorrow in several states, including right here in New York. One of the Republicans running in the primary for governor here, the Republican side, is former Trump aide Andrew Giuliani, the son of former Trump lawyer Rudy Giuliani, who had his law license suspended for trying to steal the election. So he has plenty of time on his hands these days to help his kid run for office. This Sunday, the Giuliani's dad and son were out campaigning at a ShopRite grocery store in Staten Island. And in that store, to hear him tell it, America's mayor was viciously attacked by a grocery store worker. All of a sudden, I feel a shot on my back. Like somebody shot me. What the fuck's wrong with his voice? I, I went forward, but luckily I didn't fall down. Lucky I'm a 78-year-old in pretty good shape. Because if I wasn't, I'd have hit the ground and probably cracked my skull. Shame on Curtis Sliwa, uh, the old guardian angel, for not interrupting and saying, I saw it and you are so full of shit. Oh, Rudy Giuliani told the New York Post that the worker also verbally attacked him. Quote, I feel this tremendous pain in my back and I'm thinking, what the? All of a sudden, I hear this guy say, you're an effing scumbag. 
Giuliani also told The New York Times that he was left with, quote, red marks on his back, but was not bleeding. He told his Facebook audience the physical assault was extremely painful. <laughs> I got hit on the back as if a boulder hit me. Uh, it knocked me forward a step or two. Uh, it didn't knock me down, uh, but it hurt tremendously. Again, that was how Giuliani described it. And then the grocery store released the actual footage of the alleged assault. This is what it showed. There is Rudy standing right there in the middle with his back to us, looking away from the camera. <laughs> Whoa. Wait, that's it? This dude walks up, put his hand on his back, calls him a scumbag. And that was it? Eight-year-old is in pretty good shape. Oh, shit, sorry. My back forward, but luckily I didn't fall down. I think I just fucked it up. Sudden, I feel a shot on my back. I don't, I, all I wanted to do was go backwards in time and watch it again. Fuck. Lucky I'm a seven. Well, now we got to listen to it again. The eight-year-old is in pretty good shape. Because if I live and learn, I wasn't. I'd have hit the ground and probably cracked my skull. Oh, Rudy Giuliani told the New York Post that the worker also verbally attacked him. "Quote: I feel this tremendous pain in my back, and I'm thinking, what the? All of a sudden, I hear this guy say, 'You're an effing scumbag.'" Giuliani also told the New York Times that he was left with, quote, red marks on his back, but was not bleeding. He told his Facebook audience the physical assault was extremely painful. I got hit on the back as if a boulder hit me. Uh, it knocked me forward hit me. a step or two. Uh, it didn't knock me down. I can't believe how big of a deal he's making of this. It's like he's assumed the persona of the man formerly known as Patriot Nick. Uh, but it hurt tremendously. Again, that was how Giuliani described it. And then the grocery store released the actual footage of the alleged assault. What a fucking baby. Showed. There is Rudy standing right there in the middle with his back to us, looking away from the camera. Then out of nowhere. <laughs> what? Whoa. Wait, that's it? That's what felt like a boulder, a gunshot? Let's... Let's take another look uh, in slow motion. Rudy standing there. He's talking. And then somebody slaps wow. him on the back. The two men appear to exchange words. And that's it. That was the assault, as Rudy tells it. Now, the police arrested uh, the man there, the worker, charged him with assault. The worker's lawyers released a statement saying, <clears throat> our, quote, our client merely patted Mr. Giuliani, who sustained nothing remotely resembling physical injuries, without malice to simply get his attention, as the video footage clearly showed. He was then needlessly held by the NYPD in custody for over 24 hours. Now, goes without saying, nobody should lay hands on anyone, not Rudy Giuliani, not anyone. That's not true. Regardless of their there are lots of people who deserve to have hands laid on them. Tension. The tape of the interaction does make Rudy Giuliani's description of the assault seem pretty ridiculous. Always a good reminder to take what these guys say with just the largest possible grain of salt on planet Earth. Same is true of Senator Ron Johnson. I was sh I felt like I was shot. Claim last week when he first pretended to be. I felt like I was hit with a boulder. Wow. <clears throat> uh, Corey says, 
He did okay uh, during 9-11. Before that, he did some pretty questionable stuff. Yeah, I rem- that reminds me of the uh, time when he was America's mayor. Remember that one? Holy shit. That is excellent. All right. Thanks again to Frank Foss from My Policy Shop Insurance. If you are without health insurance right now, either because you're self-employed, perhaps you're between jobs, perhaps your employer does not offer health insurance, this is for you. Health insurance is 100% affordable, and that is for everyone in the United States through healthcare.gov, the much maligned plan that I've had to utilize going on four years, and I love. I've had nothing but uh, good moments because of it, with the exception of year one. Uh, That's because I bought the wrong policy. Had I been working with Frank Fuss, he would have instructed me on what I needed to do to make sure all of the boxes were correctly boxes. All the boxes were correctly checked. So what I'm telling you to do is if you are without health insurance, reach out to Frank. 616-914-4070. Health insurance is within your reach. Don't just throw your hands in the air like you just don't care and say, well, my boss doesn't offer it or I'm unemployed, so I can't get health insurance. That's not the way it works. The program was built to keep it funded so that people like you can get uh, health insurance. And you know that whole deal about when you lose a job and they say, yes, we're offering you COBRA. Uh, It'll cost you... $30,000 a month to continue your health care coverage, which was shitty to begin with because it's employer coverage. Uh, No one does that. They just buy it on the marketplace. Have Frank help you. There's a special enrollment period. Reach out to Frank to see if you qualify. 616-914-4070 for My Policy Shop Insurance. While I'm at it, Comedy this weekend, fullhousecomedy.com. The good people at uh, Full House Comedy want you to go see a comedy show. There's uh, several appearing each and every weekend. More information and tickets, fullhousecomedy.com. In fact, I should probably see who's coming up soon. Um, Let's see here. Ah, boy. What a day. It was actually cool this morning. Cold. Oh, my gosh. Jeff Horstay is going to be at Howard City Lanes. Very, very funny. He's also going to be um, at Creston Brewery. You got uh, Nord Davis is appearing this coming weekend. Not to mention Paul Verzi in a couple weeks. Mike Palisak, I've seen Mike before, and uh, he joined me on the radio years ago. He's coming in August. Tim Meadows, coming in uh, mid-August. Tim is very, very funny. Let's see what else we got here. That's July, August. Doug Stanhope, August twenty-one. At the listening room. 
What else we got here? Rob Schneider in September. Nice. Paulie Shore finally is going to fulfill his date in September. And uh, Tommy Davidson comes back as well. Brett Ernst is very, very funny. Ooh, Josh Blue. I love Josh Blue. That's a dude who's got cerebral palsy. He might even have been in the studio. For sure, he joined me on the radio. Josh coming to town late September. Details on these and all and all the shows at fullhousecomedy.com. All right. Uh, Dear Meathead happens tomorrow. If you have a question for Dad, send it along, eric at ericzaneshow.com. Share a video uh, sent in. Rob, Blue State Rob, sent this along. Uh, he's a big soccer fan. He sends along video as Chile taking on Arge, er, Venezuela. And... Okay, so whatever. Soccer. I, I think I need to say that soccer is uh, not as boring as baseball. If there's a fight in baseball, baseball will work its way up the ladder. But I think soccer actually can be pretty exciting. I just have to kind of like set an appointment to watch it. If you like hockey, you'd like soccer. Right? Okay. See that dog? Now, if you're uh, listening to the audio podcast, you'll have to click on it. But there's this beautiful black dog on the sideline. Yeah, whatever. Uh South American country, dogs are everywhere. This stray dog wanders somehow onto the pitch and he's hanging out with the photographers. And this is the type of dog that, though it's a stray, it's not, it's not afraid of you, okay? So obviously this dog hasn't been exposed to someone like Stu McAllister, you know? And it's, it, the dog walks up to people and it appears like... It's very, very friendly. Okay. No, obviously, I don't, I don't understand a word of what they're saying. I think Pero is dog, right? Pero. 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 By the way, soccer players are absolute babes. Every single soccer player is a babe. Soccer, female soccer players, female golfers, the most beautiful women on the planet. Okay, so no big deal. Typical soccer game. Ball goes out of bounds. Everybody's bored. Total babe. Okay, now if you look over by this team's goaltender, the dog is now greeting the goalie. Look at this dog. This is what Benny does. He gets on his back and just kind of keeps nuzzling forward. By the way, he's got a great view. The dog's got a great view of that girl's cooch. Look at now. Dog takes off. 
All you have to do is tell the dog to come. This is a beautiful dog. I love this dog so much. Look at all the chicks are loving on the dog. Here, here's the ref. Dog's like, fuck you. Don't pick me up. Look at. They were trying to run the dog off the field. The dog turns around and runs the other way and says, fuck you. This dog is loving the attention. This dog could be a zaniac. Okay, now he's like, okay, good. I get to stay here on the field with you. They're, they're, they're actually done with him. The players are talking to the coach. Coach is like, ladies, I want you to get out there and score a goal or else your family's going to be trafficked. All right, hurry up. All right, these two lesbians finally get their hands on the dog and they're now going to pick the dog up. Okay, and then this this strong lesbian carries a dog off and gives it to this guy. Look at the dog. Dog's like, oh, fuck, man, I love lesbians. And then wanders off. That's the end. End of story for the dog. Congrats. Now, I want to believe that the dog immediately found a home and someone took the dog the dog home and, and took care of it. But this is South America. That dog is probably dead. And that makes me sad. Chris suggests they ate the dog. Wrong country. Maureen says the dog is more entertaining than the soccer match. Yeah, I don't think they eat dogs in South America. I think that's a uh, an Asian thing. And they're trying to get away from that. Holy crap. Anybody a fan of the band Green Day? <clears throat> you might not be after this. Billy Joe Armstrong was on stage in the UK at a Green Day show in London. This happens every time something wonky happens in America. Famous people have done this before. They said, hey, I'm done with America. I think Alec Baldwin famously did that exact thing once. <coughs> I don't know if anybody's ever gone through with it, but uh, Billy Joe Armstrong has, has really set, a, uh, set the stage because if he doesn't, um, I don't think it's uh, going to work out for Billy Joe Armstrong. Green Day lead singer Billy Joe Armstrong said he is going to renounce his U.S. citizenship and is moving to England because he is so upset over the Supreme Court overturning landmark abortion case Roe v. Wade. He made the comments to a crowd at the band show in London on Friday. Quote, fuck America. I'm fucking renouncing my citizenship Armstrong said I'm fucking coming here 
There's just too much fucking stupid in the world to go back to that miserable fucking excuse for a country, Armstrong added. Oh, I'm not kidding. You're going to get a lot of me in the coming days. There he is. Dennis refers to Billy Joe as a no-talent hack and attention whore. Fuck that guy. Corey says, meh. After American Idiot, they started to suck. Old Green Day is better. Frankly, it all sucks. Come on, let's be honest here. Billy Joe is 50. He's been with the band since 1987 as their lead singer. He's uh, among a number of liberal celebrities who have expressed anger over the Supreme Court's decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. The ruling effectively ended the recognition of a constitutional right to abortion and gave individual states the power to allow, limit, or ban the practice altogether. Which, by the way, Illinois is like, I mean surrounded by all these states where you're not going to be allowed to get an abortion. So people are going to, all these uh, murder loving women who love to kill babies are going to rush to Illinois to do the baby killing. And wow, that is, if I'm uh, in charge of uh, tourism in Illinois, I put billboards up in all those states that say, Want to kill your baby? Question mark. Come to El- Come to Illinois. You know, I mean, you gotta, you gotta make lemonade. <clears throat> Billy Joe Armstrong continued to bash America. At Green Day's show in Huddersfield, England, the next day, according to the Daily Mail, he called the justices pricks and said, "Fuck the Supreme Court of America." This is not the first time Armstrong has expressed dislike for the U.S. In the 04 song American Idiot, the ban went after American media. He said in that song, don't want to be an American idiot, one nation controlled by the media. Information age of hysteria, it's going out to idiot America. Those are great lyrics, actually. That's a great, those are great lyrics to a song. I can hear it in my head right now. Uh, he's also uh, been outspoken for his dislike for uh, former President Trump. He said, no Trump, no KKK, no fascist USA during the band's performance of Bang Bang at the American Music Awards in 2016. Here he is. With the rest of the band, uh, Mike Dirt, who looks annoyed to be there, and Trey Cool. These are three ugly, ugly men, by the way. They look like women that are trying to become men. No offense if you're a woman trying to become a man, but that's the look that comes to mind. Well, uh, so as that unfolds, 
Armstrong also compared Trump to Hitler in an interview with Kerrang! magazine uh, that same year. The worst problem I see about Trump is who his followers are. The singer told the magazine, I actually feel bad for them. I always thought this was a good point when I read it, um, when I've read this before. He says, I actually feel bad for them. And then he explains why. Because many of them are poor, working class people who cannot get a leg up. They're just pissed off and he's preyed on their anger. And he's 100% right. He added, he just said, you have no options and I'm the only one and I'm going to take care of it myself. I mean, that's fucking Hitler, man, is what Billy Joe Armstrong said. So now if you're Billy Joe Armstrong and you make that statement, I would not set foot in the United States for a very, very long time. That seems like a bad move. I mean, honestly, and if you're going to ever tour again, I mean, what are you going to do? Just tour England? How long can it take to to tour a nation that's about the size of, uh, you know, a a one-tenth of the United States? I guess you could tour the rest of the world, but is there going to be a Billy Joe Armstrong American tour? I would say... That if you drop, if you uh, lay down, um, if you drop the hammer as heavily as you did, at that point, you can't go back, right? And make money there in any way, shape, or form. That would be absolutely hypocritical on his part. So I respect him for saying what he's saying, but you better be ready to back that shit up. I mean, I don't want to see you back here ever again because that would make you an absolute hypocrite. Uh, the only way you could turn it around is if there was some big sway in, uh, in the culture and well, and legally for things like this, that's the only way you could pull that off. Chris writes a liberal hypocrite unheard of. Oh, come on now. Do we really need to be pointing fingers? Seriously. Look. Liberal or Republican, all hypocrites. The only one that's not is me. This world would be so much better off if everyone thought exactly as I do. I'm not even kidding. Maybe a little. I'm smarter than a former drug dealer trivia coming up at... uh, 1030 today i'll actually end this a little sooner than normal because of that in preparation for the big game so just something to keep in mind uh all right thanks again to joe martinez of a and e heating and cooling 616-516-8579 if you are in need of anything heating and cooling wise he will help you if you are in west michigan uh so quick fix maybe some scheduled maintenance whatever it is after our service call 616-516-8579 if your ac is like okay this thing's shot you need a new one he will install the comfort maker brand of furnaces and air conditioners uh which is the absolute best 616-516-8579 okay here we are economic uncertainty 
you're sitting on a bit of debt with credit cards. Um, those interest rates are going up. You want to pay off the full amount, but you can't quite do it in one fell swoop. It's going to take you six months to pay it down. That is if you don't use it again. Problem. You're paying 20 plus percent on interest. That's going to make your money go, uh, well, your money's not going to go nearly as far because you're paying on the interest. Get the money out of your home, even if it's just a few thousand dollars. Pay that off, and then you're paying at the interest rate of a mortgage. That's called getting money out of your home to help yourself out. Uh, Mario can help you out with that. 231-332-6505. The Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. NMLS number 3035. It doesn't matter where you are in the United States. Mario can help you with the exception of Maine, Alaska, Hawaii, and South Carolina. (coughs) Excuse me. Thank you so much. To the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage, call him. 231-332-6505. Talking about the Kent County Health Department. You, You need anything at all in Kent County, Michigan. In terms of the WIC program, immunizations for your kids as they, uh, when it comes to going back to school, measles, mumps, rubella, whooping cough, pertussis, meningitis, all things that they need to be vaccinated for. Not to mention HIV services if you need an HIV test. All there, accesskent.com slash health. And finally, Gift of Life Michigan. This is probably the easiest ask I have when it comes to the sponsors. In the event of something tragic happening to you and your body is going to go into the ground, would you please donate your organs? Two ways you can do this. If you are within the state of Michigan, you go to G-O-L-M. G-O-L-M, Gift of Life Michigan. G-O-L-M.org. Fill out the form. Or registerme.org if you're uh, outside of the state of Michigan. And, uh, Enter the donor registries. It's going to take you two minutes, and then you're done. If something happens to you, um, you will save eight lives with your organs, and your um, skin and corneas will uh, improve the lives of more than 100 more. That's awesome. Gift of Life Michigan. Also in the state of Michigan, you can uh, uh, when you fill out your license, you can uh, become a donor that way. Uh, look on the front. It'll say donor on it if it's up to date. If not, you can flip it over and do it that way. Anyway, become an organ donor and save some lives. Too many people are waiting uh, for a life-saving organ. Okay, uh, Carrie Lake is this really, really attractive lady, even though she has a Karen. Uh, who is running for governor in the great state of Arizona. Now, she is of the MAGA ilk. She is brainwashed. She might not be, but she's hanging on to that big lie that the election was stolen, which I know that some of you, you all, actually believe that. And, um, well, that's just the dumbest thing I've ever heard. It wasn't, and some of you continue to believe that 
something fucking weird happened, but everybody knows it didn't. And, uh, but you still continue to believe that lie. She continues to believe that lie. She's trying to win, um, the governorship in the state of Arizona and a primary is happening, uh, very shortly. So she's on Fox news. Brett bear is interviewing her and he wants to bring up that she thinks, I guess, drag queens are ruining America or something like that. Something to do with dress. She's going hard against drag queens. And he produces pictures of her hanging out with a drag queen, like having a good time. And like she's been best friends with this one particular drag queen. And she gets pissed off when he brings it up. We can't keep having elections that nobody can live with. And we can't have this level of fraud anymore. Understanding that every Republican leader in Washington says that Joe Biden is the legitimate president. Everyone. Um, but I- By the way. Uh, him bringing that up, Brett Baer on Fox News, to say, well, you know, no, that's not true. Uh, that actually is fair and balanced by Brett Baer. I give him credit uh, after she makes this ridiculous false claim he corrects her we can't keep having elections that nobody can live with and we can't have this level of fraud anymore understanding that every republican leader in washington says that joe biden is the legitimate president everyone um but i understand what you're running on but let me they're sitting there in washington they're sitting there in washington they're not here in arizona this is what you're running on i get it let journalists me just, to come out here and dig through this let me just ask you okay so now she's questioning his journalistic integrity with that comment one thing uh, obviously as a candidate you come under scrutiny the washington post has a story today it says arizona gop candidate who criticized drag queens was once a fan according to a drag queen this <laughs> According to a drag queen. This is the quote. Arizona GOP gubernatorial candidate Carrie Lake, who has attacked drag queens as dangerous to children, attended the shows of drag queen Richard Stevens for more than 20 years and once hired him to perform at her home. You- oh, she's she's attended Richard Stevens shows for 20 years and had him at her home. You care to address? That? I do care. I actually do care to address that. And I'm really shocked. I'm actually appalled. That Fox News would take defamatory story like that. And we are pursuing legal action against this drag queen. I'm appalled that you would bring that up when you have not talked about our stolen election. You failed to talk about We just spent three that. questions. <laughs> we just spent three questions. And, and look at, this is her with the drag queen. It's defamatory. She's standing, standing next to the fucking drag queen. Legal action against this drag queen. I'm appalled that you would bring that up when you have not. Oops, sorry. Talked about our stolen election. You failed. We just spent three questions, Miss Lake, talking about this. I just asked you a number of questions about it. I played the Arizona House Speaker. This is the first of it. Let's pictures of her. Let's address this story that's in the Washington Post. She's actually dressed like Elvis. This chick is dressed like a dude. Every candidate takes wow. tough stories. I'm asking you to I'm, respond I'm to it to if you'd like it. to. I'm happy to address it, but I, I'm really disappointed in Fox. I thought you were a little better than CNN. <laughs> so now she's deflecting. 
because he's actually saying, well, this is, this is being discussed. You, you hate drag queens. Here you are with the drag queen. This is like the person who invented drag queens and you're with the drag queen. This is a person. And she's like, oh, journalistic integrity. I'm shocked. What are you talking about? They got you. Who I covered for decades, for decades, 20 years, and he's never been in my home. He says he's been in my home for a drag show. That's There's a picture of him in her home. Ludicrous. He's never been in my home. He's lied. We tried to serve him defamation papers. Okay. And he's so shady that we can't even track him down because he's not even welcome at the places what that if, he works. I'm sorry, but this is the last question I'm going to ask. What about these pictures of you with him? Richard Stevens. And what about the the post? I've performed for Carrie's birthday. I've performed in her home. That's not true. I've performed for her at some of the seediest bars in Phoenix. I don't want to ask these questions. I ask you to address them. Actually, I think you you do want to ask them, but you don't want to ask about 2,000 mules. Oh, fuck. What an asshole. This is absolutely... A bitch that pretty should not be this stupid. Ludicrous. I'm, I'm talking about drag shows in schools. This is what triggered this man. Somebody who goes to a drag show with female impersonators is one thing. We don't want our tax money going into drag shows at school. Okay. I actually agree with that. I don't want drag shows at fucking schools. Wait a minute. There's drag shows at schools? What? Where? I want to. I want to go to this. I want to see this. I want to actually watch a drag show at a school. I understand what you're making a difference there, but you're saying his allegations are wrong. Is what you're saying? Yes, I am. And I'm really, I'm really appalled. (laughs) She can't let it go. That you would spend time on a false story like that. It's shocking. Well, I think it's, it's, ask, it's important to have opponent. candidates address things that are coming up. That okay, but this, you haven't talked about the pictures, Lake. I mean, uh, wouldn't this be easier to say, yeah, that guy's great. I, I know him. I don't have a problem with him, but I sure don't want a drag show in school. That's it. That's all you got to do. Now you're caught in a lie. It might affect uh, a race. Truly. And I thought you would appreciate that. But you didn't that. ask my opponent... The establishment opponent who was here last week, you didn't ask her about her votes to allow illegal alien students to get a lower oh, tuition God. than American students. You didn't ask her about okay. the 70 plus times that she raised tuition. On- yeah, I, he, does, he should say, I don't tell you how to do your job. You don't tell me how to do mine. You don't like the questions I'm asking. Well, I guess that's just tough luck. American students. You didn't ask her any tough questions. That's and not here true. you have me on and you try to bring a defamatory story out. It's really sad. I Ms. thought Lake, there was hope. I really appreciate your time. Uh, we thought we'd address all issues that are on the table. That is one of them being covered today. Uh, we thank oh, you. Oh, she's so pissed. She's so pissed, so dumb, and so hot. Her makeup is perfect. Please send reporters out to cover this corrupt election. We would appreciate it. <laughs> thank you. Up next, the panel. If I'm Brett Bear, see, I would never be able to keep a straight face. I would just be so realizing how uh, how I've how I've got her. Here's the full interview where she called Biden an illegitimate president and then called Rusty Bowers a rhino for telling the truth. Bear to the absolute bare minimum and not validating her lies. Do not applaud him for that. <laughs> All right. That is awesome. Josh says that she has a boy haircut. I like that haircut on her. I don't typically like that haircut, 
But on her, she was an absolute stone-cold fox. Holy shit. Mmm. Uh, Cole in uh, Colorado Springs, Avalanche fan, fuck you, writes, everyone is pissed off at Democrats right now because everyone is going to shit. Everything is going to shit. I don't think they are. Come on. All Republicans have to do is not be crazy and they'll win. And yet we get this crazy bitch. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. I got nothing. I was a little lean on the content today, admittedly. I have nothing more to discuss with you. I am officially out of gas and I have to pee. But before I leave you, I must give you the asshole of the day. Yesterday, it was the dickhead from the avalanche who dented the Stanley Cup. The asshole of the day is brought to you by TC Paintball and JM Synthetics. TC Paintball. Rick from TC Paintball. Of course, a fan favorite from uh, uh, of late uh, radio voice. Linda almost called her radio voice. That sounds uh, dirty. She loves Rick. She's got a crush on him. Too bad Rick's married. Because she would go there and try to bed him. There's poo-poo in the living room. Kevy picks up a pile of dog shit. Team Knuckle Dragger screwing with me. Follow up on the abortion rant. Stu is a horrible dog owner. Prayer on football field follow up. Rudy G is a dipshit. That's it. Fuck that stupid old man. Rudy G is your asshole of the day. Uh... I guess it could be that chick running for governor in Arizona too, but it's just going to be Rudy G. It's your asshole of the day on this edition of the Eric Zane Show podcast. Thank you for being here. Once again, if you'd like to join the Patreon and get me above single digits after the great Zaniac departure, the great Zaniac reckoning, uh, the Zaniacs have rebelled. Uh, they are, they are, it's like, uh, they're Zaniacs in name only from what I'm told. Uh, it was a sad day because I have no, no more members on Patreon. I think the four that are there are just people that forgot that they're signed up. It makes me sad. Uh, you know, I can't believe that it came to this, but apparently, uh, the, the great exodus has happened. So we'll press on. I don't know how we're going to recover, but I will try. I will try um, to keep the show alive somehow. I am hoping that I can make it. Thank you for checking out the free podcast. Till next time. Thank you. Bye-bye.